Welcome to Business Incubator, where we interview some of the top industry experts to show you how you can continue to grow your business right now. I'm Kat Halushka, and today I have Dan Norton. We're going to be talking all about repurposing your video that you're already making into a powerful micro videos that you can leverage to grow your business. Dan helps entrepreneurs plan, produce, and repurpose their video marketing content for maximum impact on social media. He has spent over a decade working in the live stream broadcast industry for companies like Major League Baseball and the Walt Disney Company. So I'm super excited to have Dan here today. Welcome. Thank you for having me on. I'm very glad to be here. Yeah, and I mean, this is this topic for me is close to my heart because we produce a lot of content and I don't necessarily know always what to do with it. So I'm excited to have an expert like yourself tell us what are the steps of repurposing the videos that we're creating. Yeah, for sure. Looking forward to it. Yeah, so let's let's dive into it. Um, I know a lot of people, if they haven't been creating videos already, they're starting now because that's yeah. the way to start showing up online, right? So once I create a video, what do I do with it? What what are the possibilities? What are the opportunities? There's there's so many opportunities and there's so many platforms, and I know that for a lot of people that can be really overwhelming, right? Like knowing where you need to go, what what works where, right? Like is this video gonna work on youtube part of the problem right <laughs> yeah like what works on instagram and what works on linkedin i think some people may not ask that question and they put out video and they're like why is why is nothing happening with this or why is no one watching right or or what's happening with this because maybe they don't ask the question of like how it should you know what should go here what works here what's sizing and length and it's all confusing and overwhelming uh and, and that could definitely be a reason why a lot of people don't necessarily use video um but with uh, the technologies that we have now, and especially the capability of going live, mm -hmm. a lot of people can create a lot of video content that maybe you don't need to spend so much time editing. Uh, I think a lot of fear comes in when you're shooting a video and then you gotta do all these takes and then it's like, mm -hmm. how am I gonna edit all this stuff? I think, especially if you're just starting out, going live is the easiest start to it. And I know that's scary, because you're like, oh, there's actually people here. It's not like I could retake these things. <laughs> but you can create pieces of content that are long form or short by just going live and you don't need to worry about editing at that point. And then from there, now you've got a video that could potentially can get turned into multiple videos for multiple posts, right? For other platforms. And that's the way uh, that I like to, to help people who are just getting started with video is let's keep it simple. Share what you know, right? In a, in a platform that's really easy, like going live on Facebook. And then what you could do is take that video from there and either get an editor to edit that for you or for yourself, go and take it into a, a something where you can edit that video easily, even if it's something like an iMovie or something you have for free and take out snippets of that video and you can now post it on different platforms, depending on where your audience is. So uh, what are some of the resources we can, we can look for to help us out with that? Because, I mean, I'm thinking... Man, now you, you just planted a seed because I do Facebook lives all the time, but I just mm -hmm. never even thought of repurposing it. But the moment you start talking about all the platforms and the tools and the editing yeah. and the sizing and, and my, my head starts to spin, I feel like this yeah. is be a full-time job. Yeah. So what I like to say, yeah, it, because it's overwhelming and there's so many platforms and it's, it's like, it's kind of, this is the way I always look, pick one platform. What's the one? And let's just say it's Facebook live, right? You, mm -hmm. you do a lot of Facebook live. And uh, I believe that's probably the easiest platform to go live outside of Instagram live. 
Uh, Instagram Live is harder to get that video though. You can't save it. That's a good place to practice though. If you want to practice going live, Instagram Live is a great place because you don't even have to save it to stay on. It could just go away after you went live or it just stays up for 24 hours. So if you're looking to practice, I think Instagram is a great spot. But Facebook Live, let's say you go on, and, and here's an example of one of my clients, Richard. Um, he, Richard Moore, he goes live every Monday on Facebook. And he just answers questions from his audience. And they'll be from questions that were submitted the week before or people who are live right there. And this is the way I love to think about it. Segments and sound bites. Think about the news or think about sports broadcast, right? That's where I come from. My first job in the business in 2009 was to repurpose uh, baseball highlights in real time. So a game is going on, say a home run happens. It would be my job to go in and cut that home run out of the broadcast. And it would immediately get sent to users of the app or get put out on Twitter and people who maybe don't get to see the game, who don't get to watch that, you know, three hour of long form event now still get to see the small home runs, the highlights, the things that they really want, things that are now valuable to them. And that's the way broadcasts repurpose. And the announcers speak in sound bites. If you've ever watched like a sports broadcast or even think about a news broadcast, everything is a segment. Here's a segment on the news and they speak with sound bites. If you do that in a live stream and you answer questions, I love telling people to start with your frequently asked questions because you already know the answers. You're already frequently asked these things. You could jump on Facebook and say, hey, you know, I'm going to answer five frequently asked questions right now or two or one. That answer can be pulled out of that video and say, hey, this, I think this will be great for my audience on Instagram. You don't need to post the whole video on Instagram. You could just get that one piece. And so for software, for tech, it's like, hey, I went live on Facebook. Now I could go in and I could download that video straight from my account. Mm -hmm. And if you've got like a Mac, you, there's iMovie. Um, you could even use QuickTime. Let's just say you want to trim the two ends to just see that answer to that question. Now you just trim. These are, those are free software, softwares at that point. Um, and there's other editing softwares you could download and look at or you don't need to spend so much money. Don't get the high expensive editing softwares. Don't like, oh, I need to learn Adobe Premiere Pro now. That'll just overwhelm you. And it's not needed in most cases uh, if you're just getting started. So try to find something free and play with it, test it. And, and I would say just looking up some YouTube tutorials on, on how to do that. Or if you got like a nephew or niece or someone that, you know, has done like skateboarding videos or something, TikTok videos, hey, do you mind just like downloading this and cutting that out for me? Sometimes that works well. And now you could just take, now you've got a small piece. You don't have to turn the lights on again. You don't have to do your makeup. You don't have to re read a script again. It's all done one time during that week. So you do it one day on a Monday, you answer five questions. Potentially now you've got five more videos for the rest of the platforms. For LinkedIn, that works well because you got to keep within that 10 minute time range for a video. Uh, so that, that's one of the ways I love doing it because now you've got multiple posts just from doing one live stream. Yeah, so let's, let's narrow down on this a little bit because I'm, I'm all about the technology, the systems, the processes, the steps. Yeah. And, and I love what you're talking about because uh, for me uh, personally, our businesses are on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Those are our three platforms. We own yeah. it. We try to use it as much as possible, right? But yep. still, when it comes to the technicality of the process, uh, say I did go live on Facebook and I grabbed that video and I, I create a little sound bite, like some awesome, awesome takeaway, and I post yep. it on Instagram, how do I actually make sure that that grows my audience or returns and leads or clients? Like, how, how do I make sure that this actually generates some kind of measurable numbers for me? 
Sure. Well, you want to first make sure that you add some kind of visual element to stop the scroll, right? Because we have to look at the social platforms. So a Facebook and Instagram, a LinkedIn, those are, those are like the social platforms. YouTube's a bit different because we're looking at a thumbnail and a title that are going to get people in and they're going to watch a video. On Instagram, Facebook, people are not necessarily going to watch a video unless you've got an audience there that are coming for a live stream they know is coming. So you need to stop that scroll first. And usually that could be by putting a title in there, having some kind of imagery maybe that, that could stand out and get someone to go, oh, there's that video, right? You got to stop that interrupt. Your, your competition are family and friends and cute babies and stuff, right, on, on there. <laughs> so you need to make sure someone stops and goes, oh, this is something valuable for me. And the idea that most people are watching videos in silent as well. So having captions burned in. Now those ten, tend to start becoming more advanced with more work that you need to do. Uh, but as you test, as you try, as you do those things, you could add over time, right? You'll start to see, hey, are people actually clicking and watching? You want to get that engagement in too. So maybe even tagging some people, but not just to spam them, relevant tagging. Like, hey, I've got this, you know, you, you, we've all been in that wall of tags before where someone just tags and says, watch this video. But if you ask a question, if this is relevant to somebody, right? If you made a video about repurposing, maybe you would tag me and say, hey, Dan, I'd love to get your thoughts, right? But now you're creating meaningful engagement. People are actually going to watch it where you're, and it's relevant to me. It's not like you're tagging me in a video about something I have no clue about, right? That I believe then will start getting that engagement going and people will start connecting more. Uh, so little things like that, it all kind of comes with testing over time, you know, putting that out there. The good part about repurposing though, you repurpose that out and if no one watches it, it's okay because you did it in the live stream. It's not like you sat and made that video just for that one platform. Mm -hmm. It's because now it's kind of just a multi-use. So if some of them don't hit, hey, it's okay because you, you didn't spend extra time shooting it. You just had it all within a post that's already working like a live stream. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you a question that, uh, that I've seen uh, Gary Vee answer in a very, very funny way, but uh, I'm curious about what you have to say about it. Mm -hmm. How do you measure the success of social media? Measuring the success of social media, it's, <laughs> it depends on what you're looking for, right? It, are, if you're looking to grow your reach, then that's one thing. Okay, more people are coming, more people are engaging. If you're looking to get more... Um, more prospects and more clients coming in, well, you might not need a million views, right? You might not need a bunch of likes. You might not need a bunch of subscribers. You just need the right person to watch the right video or the right person to engage with the right content, even if they never subscribe, even if they never become your follower, but hey, they saw this, right? They saw this one, this one thing and that is what led them into, um, into your world. I was just talking to a real estate agent uh, the other day, a good friend of mine, Joe Eves, and he, uh, was talking about how he went live on Instagram and his brother came on and they were talking live on Instagram to each other because now both sides get notified when you go on. Someone who is friends with his brother because his brother had way, way more followers was like, oh, I'm looking for a house where you are. And he got into a DM conversation and they're probably going to get on a sales call at some point or, or you know, look, look forward to that way. That was someone who doesn't even follow his content. He followed his brothers, but then got connected that way. This is the world that we're in is we've got so many opportunities by trying different things. Mm -hmm. uh, and that someone else coming on who may never follow him, but follows his brother, potentially is now going to become a customer of his. Uh, and so that's where I think the power lies. So the success in that, it's hard because it really is, you know, depends on what you're looking for. And what your goal is with doing any kind of video marketing. 
because for a creator, it's like, yeah, I just want to grow. I want to, you know, make money with, for, with ads and affiliate sales. And, but if you're a business and you're looking to build your business, it doesn't need to be a million people. It could be a hundred people, but if all those hundred people love you and they're coming to buy with you, that's amazing. That alone can, can, can uh, take your business to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's, let's cover some of the other ideas for videos for, for the audience, because uh, you know, that's something that I know people struggle with too, mm -hmm. is, is I get the FAQs. That's probably one of the simplest videos that you can create questions that people already ask you, but what other types yeah. of videos can we create? Whew. There's, it's, uh, it can become limitless when you sit down and you start like writing down different things, right? Comparisons. Those usually work really well. People like to see one thing ver compared to another. So if your business, maybe you don't necessarily mention another business, but you can compare your compare product to another product, compare your service to another service or why your service is this way. Um, those are some things. Demos, demonstrating how it works. I, sometimes even client calls, like you get on a call with a client, mm -hmm. you might be able to find in here a little segment that's like, oh, this is, this is great. You know, this is a great question or a great answer or a great point that could be made. And, and if your client's cool with you sharing a video of them, well, now you can see like, hey, this is how I, how I interact with my clients. These are, this is the success. This is what we, we get to see. That's a great thing to repurpose. There's so much video out there, uh, testimonials. Uh, if you have online courses, a segment of your online course, that could be a great teaser to get someone in because they're like, oh, well, if that's the information they're sharing in their online course, well, that, there's got to be more good stuff. So that's a good one. That's, that's one of the things I'm working on with one client right now. I'm taking some, some pieces from their, their online course, not giving everything away, but it's like, Hey, here's an opportunity to say, here's a little piece of what my students are already getting. Um, I'm trying to think of some others that, that we're doing right now. Uh, interviews, bringing someone on just like this and, and having an interview that, that could be with a client, with a customer, with a peer. Uh, talks on stages. If you've ever got recordings of you talks on stages, you don't have to share the whole talk. You could just take that one piece, one segment of it, a workshop that you've done. Uh, bloopers. People love being real and human and we connect with being human. We try to be so perfect. And then it's like just showing that you're human and you're real. Some people go, well, that's cool that you're willing to be vulnerable. I like that because now I know you're not trying to be fake. Like you're not trying to be this perfect. Like everyone thinks we're all perfect, but sometimes showing those things, I'm not saying show it all the time, but you could plan some of those things that are fun for a platform like Instagram. Um, it may even stand out on a platform like LinkedIn, uh, but you kind of pick and choose like, hey, what's the audience here? What, what can they connect to? Um, it doesn't always have to be business. Some of it could be fun. Obviously, you want to keep it connected on brand and not make it off brand. But sometimes showing that side can, uh, can make people go, oh, okay, you, you, are, you are human. You are like me. Like now, now I know I have a connection point with you. Um, sharing some things that you like and love. I was just, I was just talking about it with, with a group of people the other day. It was like, if you've got a hobby, if you've got something that you want to, you know, you could show, it's like, Hey, I'm going to go on right now and be like, Hey, I was just, you know, yeah, I'm a wrestling fan. I was just watching some wrestling. And then I was just thinking like, here's, here's how wrestling repurposes their videos. Right. Um, it's a way of pulling in some hobby stuff that still can be brought on brand but now other people who like that, other people who maybe have that same hobby or like those things, you go, oh, I like that too. I didn't know that you liked it. Like, it, it makes it fun, uh, different ways that you could bring that in. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you so much, Dan. And thank you for coming on and sharing your genius. I know you have a resource you wanted to share with the audience. 
Yeah, I have a guide, the repurpose video guide. It's at repurposevideo.com. So you go, you put your name and email and, uh, and we'll send that over to you. Fantastic. All right. You can find the links on, right under this video. Uh, make sure to grab the guide. Uh, I'm excited to see it just because we do so much video and I'm excited to just start repurposing them the right way. Again, thanks, Dan, for coming on. Stay safe, stay healthy. You too.